Hello, and welcome to Unauthorized Cinnamon, a Deadwood podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Herman. I am Harry J. Perales, to other. And today, we are going to be bringing you episode two of the first season of Deadwood, Deep Water. Uh, we'll say right off the bat, if you liked our theme tune, check out Space is Dirty. You were gracious enough to provide that free gratis. Free <laughs> fucking gratis. Free fucking gratis. <laughs> Uh, check them out at spacesdirty.bandcamp.com. So we're in episode two of Deadwood. We've lost our director, Walter Hill, from mm-hmm. the pilot. Right. And also, I feel the kind of series kind of locks into the look that we're used to. And for the better. Yes. I, I you know, I'm, Walter Hill did a great job, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But um, this happens a lot with these... Uh, when like sort of high name directors, like uh, if you know Martin Scorsese shoots the first episode of of Boardwalk Empire, and I think he did like a few, but you know. I think he only did one. But he was still that like apparently he waited on like casting decisions. But what's what's interesting to see off the bat on the credits is on the first episode, you know, you see a consulting producer Walter Hill. You don't see that anymore. Like he's out. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of because and same with like uh, uh, David Fincher with House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his name, David Fincher. David. <clears throat> yeah, they he stays around as like he at least gets like executive producer credit, even right. if he hasn't done anything on the show. Which I sincerely hope he hasn't done anything on the show because I don't want to associate David Fincher with anything so stupid. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, he's done a lot of stupid things, and with Walter Hill as well, Alien Three. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he has done dumb things, but. Um, <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I'm just <laughs> remembering. If, you, but anyway, uh, yeah. So here we are in episode two, and we start out this episode with maybe. I mean, it's it's this is a, a crowded field, but maybe my favorite E. B. Farnham scene. <laughs> he goes up to <laughs> Mister Mister Wu with some clothes and says, "Washy." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> and Wu's just staring at him like. And he goes, washy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know where this came comes from, this idea of like Chinese people add E to every, like washy, E-T. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not f- familiar with that <laughs> uh, stereotype, but, you know, things were different back then. I guess he also, this brings me closest to straight out hating E.B., <laughs> Because uh, he shows him Tim Driscoll and he says, you pigs, they eat tea. <laughs> and he points to Tim Driscoll's dog and he goes, his dog, they eat tea him too. And I'm like, God damn it, E.B., you better fucking not. But then he <laughs> turns not. to him and says, his doggy, them eat tea too. Or eat tea him yourself, you leering heathen. God damn it. <laughs> Which this is, you know, we talked about how E.B. is a very typical, like, people pleaser and mm-hmm. has no clue how to please people. But part of his wanting to have status is finding the right people to please. Yeah. And then also finding people that are, that he sees as 100% beneath him and treating them like absolute shit, including, uh, his main one to the rest of the series who has not been introduced yet. Who is also another one of my favorite characters. Yes, poor Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. <laughs> Richard, Richardson has been in the show. He's been in the background, but mm-hmm. he hasn't become like a character. But don't yet. you also see him in the opening credits for like a second? Oh, that's possible. I, I think I remember. I was like, is that Richardson? I I have to say, it's been a long time since I saw the credits all the way through because I yeah. skipped those. Uh, I'm watching. It, I'm watching it on like HBO Go, so it's like in, on my phone. It's hard to kind of skip ahead at the right time. If I had, if I was watching on like DVD or Blu-ray, I could just easily. Skip the opening credits. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've i figured out how long the credits are. <laughs> so I just like jumped to that. Nothing time. against the credits. It's just you see, okay, that's the same. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to watch the same thing over yeah. and over. And I think even Milch said he's not crazy about the credits. He doesn't mm. know what the horse is all about. <laughs> <laughs> he, he On his commentary, he says, if anyone knows what that horse is about, please let me know. Which I think that's not exactly true because it's. I think it's like the spirit of culture or yeah. something. it's some sort of spiritual thing because it's all about civilization rising up from the mud mm-hmm. um and at the very end we see 
the horse kind of fade away and become the gem saloon and whatever. That's that's that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about the credits. It's it's a credit sh- yeah. the show. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, so we go back to Al's room pretty much exactly where we left off. Yeah. Where he kind of uh, picks up Trixie's gun and says, was this for me? And she says, I brought it for you, I think. And he just tells her to get out <laughs> and like rips the covers off of her. Yeah. Which was this a- kind of this kind of brutal thing to where like, you know, at the end of the ep- first episode, we think that, uh, oh, well, no, they just really care about each other. Really have this, you know, there's actually this really great relationship. But he's constantly and it's with everybody in Al's life. He's just constantly is like, no, like I, you're not that worth worthy. You're not, you know, worth that much to me. And just like flings like completely disrobes her in like one go, just rips the sheets off her. Yeah. So you're like, oh yeah, he's a shithead. He's an <laughs> awful person. He is. He, uh, I think the most generous way to look at it is that he's not comfortable with his emotions. And, right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the next scene we see Seth is shaving and there's a couple hoopleheads in the thoroughfare talking about him and Wild Bill shooting Ned Mason the mm-hmm. night before. And Seth gets mad for, I don't know, he's Seth. Because <laughs> he's Seth, yeah. He's like talking about me. <laughs> he's he's very uh, he, he's clearly like very sensitive to his uh, reputation, mm-hmm. and he's kind of a he was a violent man, but he doesn't really want to be known as a violent man. I think he's coming to Deadwood to, whereas everyone else is like looking to get away from society, he's kind of trying to build a new life. Yeah. And him and Saul have a great opportunity with that. Mm-hmm. Hard, selling hardware to people trying to mine and they're, you know, they've got a corner lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, him and Seth or Seth or Saul is like, you want to test out that hotel's kitchen, Seth? And Seth is like, I'll meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, whatever. Uh, we see Reverend Smith talking to Johnny Burns and, Reverend Smith says, men like Seth Bullock raised this camp up. <laughs> Johnny's like, man, you're building that box for him. I disagree with you. <laughs> he's, Seth has commissioned a, a coffin to be made for Ned and mm-hmm. uh, asked the Reverend to have a service for him. And, you know, fair enough. Like, that's that's nice to do for a guy you killed. Um, then we go back to the gym, and EB has come to Al, and he tells him about Seth and Hickok shooting uh, Ned. Uh <laughs> Al takes a moment to yell at Jewel for dragging her foot. He's like, you don't stop dragging that fucking foot. <laughs> As if she ever could stop doing that. Yeah. That's another thing it shows, like, you know, because we'll eventually find out that he does really care about Jewel a lot and has a lot of affection for her, but he's just so shitty. He's just such a shitty human being. Yeah. He has to act like he doesn't care, but yeah. he does. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's no, you find, like, the fact that Jewel's even there tells yeah. you that, you know. Uh, he cares for her and there's no real financial reason for, no. <laughs> for him to have her there. She doesn't clean very well. She, he says that like, you know, oh, if ever some hoople heads in here with 15 cents in his pocket looking to, you know, and all the other girls are busy, like he can fuck the gimp, you know, <laughs> but that's the gimp. No. Yeah. No, he calls her the gimp. Okay, gimp. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, but, that, but you can tell that's, that's not true. He yeah. just doesn't yeah, he want her to be out on the street. Right. Um, have we talked about hoopleheads? Like the, the term hooplehead? Yeah, I don't think we have. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know quite what to say about the term <laughs> hooplehead. <laughs> what a hooplehead thing to uh, say. What is there to say? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, it's just a derogatory for just an asshole. <laughs> like a, or a, or a, 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 a kook. A kook. <laughs> just your common man. <laughs> <laughs> the the unwashed masses, quite literally. <laughs> I believe that's just you know just a common man that's you know not very smart, hoopling around, just hoopling it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evie's telling uh, Al about the shooting, and he tells Al that the little girl was found alive, and Al, you know. His alarm bells go off in his head about like, uh, gee, because he knows it's probably road agents, not the Sioux that did this. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then we go back to Doc's uh, house slash 
practice. Yeah. Calamity Jane is passed out outside because she's been, you know, keeping watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he tells her, like, she's fine, whatever. She has a line like, if you see Wild Bill Hickok or that sore asshole Charlie Butter. <laughs> <laughs> and the, even that, like, she's yelling at it. But the fact that she goes so harsh on Charlie, you can tell, like, okay, they're not, like, straight up hating each other. It's, yeah. You know. Uh, tell him to look to his stock. And that, like, I forgot, like, they hadn't really, like, seen each other since, like, being on the road. And that's about it. Yeah. Because they left her and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so this scene I really like cause, um, Seth, you know, walks up, uh, Bullock walks up. He's, he's going to ask about Sophia and the doc is like, do not say a word about the little girl to him. Yeah. And Jane's kind of like, what? he's fine. He, you know, he was with wild Bill. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, like they're, they're friends. They're fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he goes, just, uh, be quiet. Don't say anything. And Seth asks like, how's she doing? And he's like, not conscious. Be surprised if she ever is. Yeah. Whereas he just told Jane that, like, you know, she's probably going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if though, her wounds yeah. don't fester. If they don't fester, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, nope, she hasn't talked, not awake. <laughs> no, she's dead. Don't just probably go away. <laughs> just don't worry. Nah, I don't think don't so. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And Seth's like, well, I'd, I'd like to know how it, how it turns out. And, you know, she, uh, uh, let's see, one second. So, so Jane is like, you know, he's one of the ones that found her and like he, mm-hmm. you know, saved her or whatever. And Doc, like he's thinking five steps ahead on this yeah. shit. Like he is, he goes, if, like, let's say it was road agents and not Sue. And let's say that Seth goes out saying like, oh, well, when that girl's awake, she'll be able to tell who it was. And the road agents that did it hear about that. Then what happens to her? Yeah. And Jane says, it was like, you got a dark frame of mind. <laughs> and he has this line. I see as much misery out of them moving to justify themselves out of those that set out to do harm. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, good, but welcome to motherfucking Deadwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and that also, it kind of goes back to, you know, Seth, when he, he, you know, tries to do the right thing with um, uh, Clell. Yeah. Uh, you know, he risks not executing Clell properly. He risks uh, Saul's life. You know, the Saul has it. He's like, my bar- my partner taking his sweet fucking time, whatever it is <laughs> yeah, he's doing. writing that letter. And Saul very <laughs> seldomly loses his cool, you know. Right. Um, Seth, like, doesn't seem, he, he has, uh, he charges full steam one direction. You can tell Doc because of his background as, as a medic in the war, he, he doesn't have the rosiest view of humanity. Right. Um, but anyway, we, uh, our next scene, we're at the restaurant at Farnham's hotel at the grand central. Charlie finds a biscuit and there's a roach in it. Uh huh. It's like, there's something about like, it's same same, roach from yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Same roach from yesterday. Yeah. And (laughs) Bill has this line and goes, he's stuck to his position. And, you know, <laughs> it's a lame joke, but the uh-huh. way he does it, it kind of communicates to me how weary Bill is. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's a Wild West guy with his little words of wisdom. And, like, w- the first time we see him, Jane is telling him that it's all bought, backed up because this, this one wagon is overturned or something like that. Yeah. He says, like, sounds like it's tighter than a bull's ass in fly season. Yeah. And just very flatly. And mm-hmm. you can tell, like, it's sort of expected of him. Yeah. He's kind of got to say this, like, rootin' tootin' kind of saying. He's like, I have to do this. You know, I have a reputation. I just want to gamble, though. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, all I want to do. He is exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And, he, you know, like, maybe he's told these jokes before. Yeah. I don't know. Like. It'd be weird to have the, like, he stuck to his position before. Like, yeah. but yeah, it's like, it's like stock, why stock keep, answers. I don't want to keep bringing up James Bond, but it's like the end of Roger Moore's <laughs> tenure where he's like, well, it looks like he was uh, all tied up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where he's just like, oh, am I still doing this shit? Yeah. Um, and Bill kind of like reaches for the coffee pot in his hand. Yeah, shaking. his hands are shaking and Charlie grabs it for him because she also showing Charlie Utter's uh, utter devotion. 
utter devotion. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't, even mean to, I didn't even mean to do that. Stop. <laughs> Delete. Pause for deletion. Okay, no, I've no, done no. worse and will do worse. Uh, but yeah. Um, how, how devoted he is to Wild Bill. And, um, you know, he didn't want anybody to see that. Yeah. So, so I guess it's, what, he would be his like, road manager or something, right? Yeah, he's kind of like Broadway Danny Rose. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, he's he's pushing him to like make a lit yeah. like and and yeah, kind of road manager, but it's it's not like he's I don't think he does that because like, oh, we got to maintain this illusion of Wild Bill. It's, he's it's more like a road manager in a sense, but really it's just as like one of his closest friends and he really cares about him. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, Seth comes in. They they kind of talk about um, the fact that he went to check in on the little girl. So how's the little girl doing? They said Doc's not optimistic. Bill makes this joke where he's like, "Think that Doc's been wrong once or twice in his life." And my notes, I was just like, "Fuck you, Wild Bill." <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I, that was just kind of weird for them to take a shot at Doc like that. But I guess I don't I don't know. It made me very like but at the, defensive at, of Doc. But at the same time, I mean. While Bill's totally on point, yeah. And, and so he's just—he's like, I—I—I've I've been through this before. I know, uh, or I've seen. Mm. Yeah, I can tell that maybe he's probably, you know, especially here. They're, you know, they wouldn't be willing to give their full word or something. They're definitely hiding something. Mm. Yeah, and especially later on in the episode, where we'll get there's that scene at the bar with uh, Seth Bullock. And uh, where he points something out. Oh, the the man in the corner means mm-hmm. me harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that it, it came to me as he was just kind of like flippantly being like, I don't know about that, but I think you're more onto it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we have the exchange between Wild Bill and Charlie, where Charlie's like, "Are you going prospecting or what?" And he's like, "Leave me alone, Charlie." <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> just, he's like, "Look, if if you don't want to prospect, then let me like." arrange some sort of like appearance fee at these mm-hmm. bars where you go and you know you make some kind some, of living yeah and wild bill's like i don't want you i don't want you uh selling me out to these shilling he's like yeah. i don't want to be shilling for these and you know bill's clear he just doesn't care anymore yeah it, it would be so easy and yet he doesn't want to participate yeah uh alma comes down and you know Goes to EB and yeah. asks for the doc. And he's still feeling poorly. <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes to get some coffee and her hand is shaking. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, there's a shot of Wild Bill sees it. And yeah. He, you know, recognizes what's going on. But uh, f- from there, we jump to Brom Garrett's claim. <laughs> and he, this is the scene of him kind of stepping through the creek yeah. <laughs> and dan's right there with him yeah he's just like <laughs> plodding through it yeah. like it's a sidewalk <laughs> Bro. but you know this is how i would look if i were yeah. prospecting <laughs> like oh oh gosh yeah. oh, oh daddy oh, long legs oh, <laughs> uh but I, is that being said i really want to go to deadwood <laughs> i really yeah. want to go to the black hills that's yeah. probably not the actual black hills but i've seen you know i've looked up mm-hmm. what, it, what it looks like and god Looks real nice. Oh, yeah, I have a I have a friend who uh, went to school in South Dakota, and he's been to Deadwood, and yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I have a bunch of friends who've been to Deadwood, mm-hmm. and um, uh, my ex roommate uh, told me this story. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up the story, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it basically, I'll just give you the punchline where like he went to go see like Seth Bullock's grave or something. I don't know where he's buried. I don't know if it's a dead word. I think he's buried there, yeah. Is he? Okay. He went up, but the hill was like so, like, it was so hard to get up to that he was, mm. he said to himself when he got there, he's like, Seth Bullock, asshole in life, <laughs> asshole in death. <laughs> Ellsworth stopped by and he's kind of talking to him, like, how are you doing, Ellsworth? And he's like, made my quota for whiskey, pussy, and food. <laughs> 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 Which also, it's it's funny because like, yeah, he is like the sweetest person ever, but he's still as crass as anyone. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Brahma's saying like, he has a line like, she's not showing me any flake. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you know like this. I don't think they ever expressly state that they planted the gold out there for him to find when he bought it. 
but it sure seems yeah. like like he found a bunch of gold. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a scene where Brom like shows Al like this big yeah. chunk of gold, and Al's like, put that away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great, and he's yeah. like, found it just like rocks everywhere full of yeah. gold and then there was like nothing when he goes out so i kind of inferred that they planted it there and yeah and, and also dan's kind of like the way he's like holding like oh yeah come on get these rocks yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just love how dan has to deal with this shit but he's like such a trooper and he's like yeah come on yeah yeah, put the shovel in. Yeah, there. Come on, there yeah. you go. You're a miner. He just he just knows that he's not gonna find shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's such a trooper and he's so loyal that he's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll humor this asshole. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, so. In the next scene, we go back to the gym. Now we didn't say earlier when when the Reverend and Johnny were talking. The, uh, Johnny like. Uh, the Reverend says that he found this note addressed to Tom Mason. John's like, I know Tom Mason. That oh, yeah, yeah. That's not him. That, and that fella chilling in the creek ain't Tom Mason. Yeah. And <laughs> the Reverend's like, ah, yes, but um, you didn't, you see, you didn't <laughs> wait for me to finish. <laughs> I read a letter. <laughs> and uh, it said, please bear this note to your brother, Tom Mason. So I figure this is some other, like, name Ned. Ned, Ned Mason. <laughs> name of, name of Ned. Name of Ned. <laughs> And so uh, Johnny's like, oh, no, I ain't seen Tom around lately. And it's like, <laughs> clearly something's going on. But if the Reverend noticed, which he very well could have, he yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. He's, like, he's so oblivious and just thinks that everybody's kind of at face value. And he takes everything at face value and yeah. thinks that he can help everybody. Yes. <laughs> And then we go back to the gem, and, and Johnny is very proudly reporting to Al that, like, mm-hmm. Tom, I figured out this was Tom and Percy and Phil that did this, and, like, I didn't tip my hand none. <laughs> like, uh, Al tells him to get Doc and tell, like, tell Doc I want him to look at the whores mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, Al has ill intent. He wants to check in on the girl. Yeah. Uh, this young girl that survived. Uh, then Seth and Saul show up downstairs, and they want to. They want to talk to Al about buying the lot instead of just renting it. And here we see... Uh, this is the first glimpse of like Bull- Seth Bullock and Al Swearingen together. Master negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These these two are kind of set up to clash because Seth is just like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And uh, Al doesn't have any patience yeah. for this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is so, kind of because we haven't seen them together yet. And having seen the series and knowing their relationship, seeing this, I was like, oh, this is them together. And mm-hmm. just off the bat, they do not like each other. Boy, it doesn't take long. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yet, so... What, what does he say at the end of it? He's like, you know, you and me will find our stride. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's another way for him saying, fuck you, I hate you, I'm always going to hate you. <laughs> We'll we'll come to an understanding, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he goes to pour him a drink and he does this little routine where he goes, "I'm turning around slow." Yeah. <laughs> and Seth is instantly furious. Yeah, like, I don't want to be known for that. What does that mean? <laughs> and he's like, oh, "I've heard you're the sort of guy I don't want mistaking my intentions." Like, who said that? <laughs> and Al said, "Like, let's drop it." He says, "I am stupidest when I try to be funny," <laughs> which I believe was my like. MySpace tagline. For a- <laughs> <laughs> and you had that little line where it's like, I'm stupidest when I try to be funny, which, uh, yeah, that very much applies to me. I'll try and make a joke and horribly offend the person I'm trying to endear myself to. Same here. Uh, it's, it's a hard life for someone who does nothing but, uh, quote pop culture. And, uh, just a sweaty palm man who's just trying to make his way in the world. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, just an EB looking for yeah. Richardson. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, uh, yeah, so they're trying to buy this lot instead of renting it at goddamn $20 a day, <laughs> which we find out is probably like $600 a day. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, uh, you know, Al is uh, kind of like, you know, uh, holding back because he's like, look, y- I've heard that you were with Wild Bill. And it's like, I don't want to be installing my own competition, right? In the yeah. better location. And 
I put in my note, this inexplicably sends Seth into a rage. He's like, what business of it is, of it is I don't know, goddamn Wild Bill Hillcock. I, know, I don't know Putin. I don't know Putin. I don't know, what, this is not my best friend. Like, you know, uh, Saul is just being the best and like, oh, hey, yeah, <laughs> we don't, you know, we can, we can come back and we can talk yeah. about it later. Uh, because Seth is making an ass of himself. And, yeah. Uh, and then Al like wheels on Saul and goes, uh, cause Saul's like, good luck on the day's trades. Like, I know I don't need to wish you luck. I marked you as an earner from the moment you walked in. <laughs> that's fucked up. Oh <laughs> boy. And goes, Saul star. That's a Jewish name. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, the fucked subtext up. becomes text. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> Al in this episode has, uh, seemingly a big problem with Jews. <laughs> I see. That's a big problem with anybody, really, if he can point out something guess, wrong in them. Yeah. Yeah. If and you don't like someone, you'll just find out whatever you are and just attack yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but also this scene is when Persimmon Phil and Ron Swanson <laughs> himself, I mean, Tom Mason. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tom Mason, the brother of the murdered Ned Mason played by Nick Offerman, Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah. In, in a, <laughs> In a very revealing portrayal. <laughs> he uh, put it all out there. Yeah. And th- this is like, if Ron Swanson wasn't the role made for him, then this is the role made <laughs> yeah. for him. Brief though it may be. Yeah. It's, oh, it's He's so good in it. I wish he was a regular on the yeah. show. And it's really weird to look back because uh, uh, I guess we'll get, yeah, we'll get to the scene in a few and we'll, we'll talk at length about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh so we're, we're we're back in the thoroughfare and seth is still mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's seething about elsewhere and Saul is like look we got a this great opportunity like why are you like bothered about him like just just let's get this done yeah. and not worry about him hurting our feelings <laughs> basically uh, but then the Reverend Smith comes up and tells him that the coffin's ready and they're ready for the burial, all that. Mm-hmm. So then we get to Hickok's room at the Grand Central. This is another shot of Wild Bill. He's like standing at the window. Again, he's standing up, but he just looks yeah, like... Yeah, he just, he just looks like a stiff. Yeah, he looks like he's dressed for his yeah. burial. It's, you know... Uh, What's funny is I, I didn't really notice that until you brought it up, but now looking back and rewatching the show, it's like, yeah, that's the way they set it up is... It's not like overtly, but it's there. Yeah. Like it's not like beating over your head. You know, it's it kind of doubles with his, you know, kind of straight posture, the way he stands above everybody. Yeah. Just because he's an imposing figure. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I, I, I read that I, I didn't come up with that myself. But right. you know, it was they said it like, you know, this whole season he's like a he's like a, a uh, body laying in state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you, once you see that, it's hard to unsee. And like later when he's lying in the hallway, yeah, he looks like he's dead, <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, they're arguing about again, like doing the appearance fees in these bars. And mm-hmm. Bill's like, just don't, I don't want to do that. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not your monkey. <laughs> like basically. And it's like, well, you got to do something. Yeah. Uh, then E.B. comes in to let Charlie know that his room is ready. Oh, God. This this <laughs> moment. That's another really shitty E.B. moment that just with, that just ends with like somebody staring at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> right? He's it's like... all cleaned and aired out. Like, <laughs> what does he say? He's like, the previous guest was Irish. <laughs> he says it. <laughs> nothing preceding, nothing following. No. Yeah. It, the previous guest was Irish. Yeah. Looks at it like expects, expecting... Yeah, Charlie, I guess to be like, oh, oh no. Yeah, ooh, but Charlie's just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I love that. But then he tries but to save himself yeah. in his next line. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It's no tip necessary, oh, yeah. sir. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no tip necessary, sir. I'm the proprietor of this hotel. <laughs> it's such like distilled EB. Yeah, like so concentrated and powerful. Like the previous guest was Irish. <laughs> No tip necessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That one's free. <laughs> uh, so then, now this next scene uh, is Doc has come to bring 
I'll mump some more laudanum. Yeah. Uh, and this is, <laughs> she has a very EB like line here. He goes, here's your, uh, here's your medicine. He's like, thank you, doctor. I only wish my symptoms would subside. <laughs> That's very like transparent. And yeah. this is where doc says, you know, like if I told you I'd bring you this medicine, whether or not your symptoms subsided, do you think it would help them to subside? <laughs> And, you know, she's, I, I, I'm sure I don't know what you mean. He goes, I think you do, ma'am. I think we understand each other. There are people in this camp that actually do need my attention. And he's just like, look, I'll bring you fucking drugs if you pay for them. <laughs> just stop wasting my time. Yeah. Being like, I've taken ill. <laughs> like, uh, oh, again? yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, um, it's kind of sad. But it's also, it shows Doc's, like, um, cynicism, but also... Uh, his practicality of like, look, I have a lot of people to take care of. And yeah. I, I don't care if you're you know, hooked on this stuff. Yeah, you don't have to lie to me, basically. Yeah. Which I wish more doctors were like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know. So the next scene, this is a good, <laughs> I love the scene of Persim and Phil just like having reality slowly revealed to him uh-huh. and him just like, adapting to each new reality <laughs> it's like oh well yes um yeah that's true uh <laughs> but we <laughs> open up we can hear uh nick offerman fucking in the next <laughs> and persimmon fails just like he, he's really going at it isn't he <laughs> so al starts telling phil about this mets family that was massacred and and it's like oh that's a shame it's like well i think it might have been road agents they were like, oh so we uh we must have missed a good score <laughs> with this family we could have made a bit of money and al says keep lying and i'll murder you <laughs> <laughs> the next line he swallows deep and goes i'm gonna tell you what happened <laughs> So he's like, he's like, look, okay, we we found it, but you know, we didn't clear it with you first. I, you know, I was only afraid to bring it up because you know how you get, you know yourself how you get. <laughs> and he's like, I, I'm gonna give you. We we had. The, he was like, oh, I didn't know about. It. And then he's yeah. like, oh, we have your money. I yeah. was gonna give it yeah. to you. I just didn't know how to bring it well, up. I'll give you this cut. Here, you can have mine too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, <laughs> Al asked him, "Where's Ned?" Yeah. So, <laughs> I wrote down the lines. Now that's a fucking story there, Al. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells him that like, he tells Al that he went to, I think like Spearfish or, or something. And Al's like, he came here. <laughs> he just goes, Oh yeah. God. And he's like, don't you fucking tell me he didn't. And he's like, he told us he was going to or like Cheyenne maybe. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you guys always look for the easiest way out. He came back here and now he's spreading all the stuff. Like he got shot dead, like blah, blah, blah. I just love the scene of Alex just slowly. Yeah. Slowly like, 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 like grilling him <laughs> and like flipping him over. Like, I know you're, I, I'm Al fucking swear engine. Like stop lying to me. <laughs> that's, that's when he goes, Al, I want you to have my, yeah. <laughs> that's what he gives. He's like, look, just, just take it all. Take it all, man. And that is when, that is when we see Ron Swanson's dick. <laughs> now I'm I'm about 90% sure it's a prosthetic really especially because he's like holding, holding it the yeah. whole time I don't know <laughs> what, is, what does yeah. he say you have the line right oh yeah <laughs> Ooh, the snatch is bending <laughs> which <laughs> it's like I don't what is okay um but, yeah I think I read that, somewhere that it, like they knew that it was a prosthetic or very sure it was and I believe it because he's you know yeah. in there but it's also rare to actually see like an erect penis on a TV show. Was it erect? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, they. God, it was funny because I have to watch the show with closed captioning, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about that later, specifically in a line in this episode. But like, the closed caption like cut off his dick. I couldn't see it, and I was like, oh, I, "Damn it!" And I was like, "Don't rewind it. You know it's there. <laughs> you don't no, have to see I, the contours of his cock." No, like, I absolutely wanted it, especially yeah. if it was real dick. I want to see that for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, I had to I had to record this episode, so I had to finish watching it real quick. Had I had more time, I definitely would have like zoomed in and screen capped and sent it to friends for their opinion. But yeah, <laughs> what do you what you think? <laughs> what you think? We should, we should send it to that like Tumblr that reviews dick pics. <laughs> what you think? What you think of this? Just like this is from the popular HBO television show Deadwood. 
so we go back to Doc's and we see Doc kind of coaching Jane on dressing Sophia's wounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, don't put any pressure on. He's like, I'm not <laughs> beat. I ain't putting any damn pressure. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, and then uh, Doc has to leave. I think he's going to... This yeah, this is when um I think Johnny gets him to look at the horse yeah. at the gem. So he's like, You watch her, don't let anyone in. She's yeah. like, Ain't no one getting by Calamity Jane. Yeah. Like, you know, that sort of thing. Which, you know. Uh so then we go to the cemetery. Uh and Reverend Smith, they're burying Ned. Yeah. Uh and this is the first of Reverend Smith's kind of sermons. It's a eulogy, but it's really yeah. a him giving the message from the word. Uh, he just says, like, you know, God looks upon the unjust and the just alike. With He looks with his tearless eye and he says, not because he does not see, but because he can see our true selves so mm-hmm. well. And he's, like, looking right at Seth as mm-hmm. he gives this. He's clearly trying to communicate to Seth. I think he knows Seth can be a good man mm-hmm. if, if Seth could, like, control himself. And, yeah. And does Seth's know, face or the whole thing just... <laughs> The trademark uh, Seth Bullock angry face. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love what Saul says, too, afterward. He's like, that's, there's something about it being an interesting perspective. That's a generous perspective. A generous perspective. <laughs> and, and he turns to Seth and says, and can't we use all the generosity we can get? So I love the Reverend. Like, the yeah, Reverend's yeah. great. He's trying to actually help Seth not become such a red ass. Right. He has, <laughs> he has no, like, he has no other kind of... Uh, He's not after anything else, really, except for just, you know, he's a true blue believer, you know? Yeah, and and um, it might be next episode, but he says something along the lines, uh, Seth's like, Reverend, if you're preaching at me, you're going to have to add some light on the text. And he tells Seth, like, Mr. Bullock, if I'm preaching at you, then I'm doing you to disservice, mm-hmm. which is great. He's just, yeah. tr- he's trying to minister to him yeah. rather than preach at him. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, then we go back to uh, Al's office, and Tom has heard about his brother being shot, and he's you know drinking a whole lot, and Al's kind of putting it in his head like, well, what Wild Bill did to your friend is no good. Like mm-hmm. he he ought to pay for what he did. That's you know he's we've already established that Al's not crazy about Wild Bill being in camp, and he's you know sort of uh, suspicious of his intentions, and he's setting up. Tom to take care of Wild Bill for him. Uh, and then we go to Doc taking care of the whores in the whores room. And uh, he's looking at one that has a infected injection site. Yeah. Uh, was that was that dope? Do you, I, I I'm, think I'm so. I'm assuming it's like... Yeah. Because I don't think they had heroin around. Uh, they just refer to it as... Or, yeah, they just refer to it as dope, I think. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, and he's telling her that you know you need to take a flame to the needle, and she's like, "But I do every time." He's like, "I know you don't." Yeah. <laughs> stop lying. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like it's Doc. Like, fucking stop lying. I can't help you if you keep lying. I'm not making any judgments. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, Trixie briefly asks about the little girl, and he, you know, it kind of moves on pretty quickly. Yeah. He gives this other woman some cream for her vagina. <laughs> Al comes in. Yeah, watch you some on your asshole. <laughs> should I try some on my ass? Oh, yeah, no. Should I His try delivery. some on my asshole? <laughs> he is. He's being such a scamp. Yeah. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I didn't bring up uh, when uh, when uh, Nick Offerman like goes up the stairs mm-hmm. and uh, he, he you know wants to have he wants to go with a whore and then like uh he points to Trixie, I'll take that one and and uh Al's like anyone but her or anybody else. Pick, or another. pick another, yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting scene. Yeah. Um but yeah. <laughs> what the how's that pussy cream feel? Should I try some on my ass? <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows? <laughs> to, yeah, he starts asking Doc about the little girl, you know, how's she doing? You know, Oh, maybe she could settle who actually killed her family. Mm-hmm. And Doc is like, I don't know, Al. I wouldn't. She's probably never going to speak. Yeah. I don't know what language she's. He talks about her in the past tense, even. Yeah. He's like, well, I doubt we'll ever know what language she s- spoke. And 
Al is like, okay, fair. <laughs> asked and answered, fair enough, and starts to leave, and is like, T- look after these whores like your own family. And Doc like loses his shit, yeah, which I was surprised by, but you know, I get it's, he's just like under stress of yeah. protecting this little girl from everyone in the camp. <laughs> and he's like, don't tell me how to do my goddamn job or what direction to do it in or how soon to do it. <laughs> Al goes, ooh, what's your time of the month, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you think you asshole? <laughs> Now this, I'm now we're we're going through this, and I feel like we're really getting to the meat of the show because yeah. we're starting to get these scenes that are so good. Yeah, uh, Al walks in right past Jane, like she's yelling at him, like "Don't you move any further? Mm-hmm. Like stop where you are, don't do anything." And he just she, and she like breaks down. She can't. Yeah, she can't stand up to this presence of Al Swearingen. Mm-hmm. Like. I think he's, she says like, I ain't, I ain't scared of you. He's like, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, I think this is another one of the scenes when he beat up Trixie and this scene that made me really hate Al. Yeah. The first time I watched it because mm-hmm. he, he just exudes such evil yeah. and menace in the scene, you know, and he goes and pinches. Yeah. That's another, that was like, yeah, he pinches her and makes the girl's eyes open up. Yeah. And I wrote down, does that work? <laughs> have we tried that on oh, like that's... Terry Shivo and like, you... <laughs> I'm reaching into the past. Uh, yeah. He wakes her up and he starts to leave and he's like, leave her alone. And she says like, do it to me if you have to. Mm-hmm. He stops and says, why would I do it to you? Yeah. Which is, Oh God. It's bone chilling. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Al doc sees Al leaving his thing and he just asks like, did you hurt her? Said no, Doc. She's doing better than you think. Her eyes are open, and Doc's like, and runs in, and, and you know, Jane is just a wreck. Mm-hmm. When Doc gets there, and she apologizes, I couldn't stop her. Like, he looked at me, and I just fell apart. And he says, like, you weren't the first, you know, to fall apart in front of Alan. Of course, I'm not the first. He ain't the fucking first. I've been fucked over plenty in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, people shorter than him and smaller than him, <clears throat> which is, she's, you know revealing a lot about her life yeah. which is clearly bad uh but doc tells her like you you can you know take off i'll i'll take care of her and she says she apologized and doc says you got nothing to apologize for you did a good job and she's like don't mm-hmm. you know don't make fun of me or something like that and he's like no you have a gift for that you have a yeah and this is the beginning of of when we see that jane has a real gift for taking care of people and yeah becomes uh important uh, and then so we go from there and Brom has done his day's work goes up to EB he EB is like how was your day <laughs> like, he says he, he at least you know let's give Brom he's very irritating yeah and just uh, the worst but he at least realizes like you know maybe I'm not cut out for this yeah offers EB to sell back <laughs> I love EB's like Oh, I'll do what now? Oh, so, uh, I w- I'm sorry. I was drunk. It was like, you didn't seem drunk. Well, that's my problem. <laughs> what is I he- suppose that's why I'm such a danger yeah. to myself. Yeah, that's the line. <laughs> and then he, I wrote it. He like takes a drink. Yeah. He's like tea sip. Like, mm-hmm. He's like, I, I don't, I black out drunk. And, <laughs> and yet you didn't seem drunk. I suppose that's why I'm such a danger to myself. <laughs> such a great moment. Uh, but, uh, Okay, then we cut to... This is yet another reason I really not like Al. Mm-hmm. This is where he asked Dan to kill the little girl. Yeah. Dan is not taking it well. No. He's clearly... He's covered in sweat that you think maybe is also tears. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he, he tells Dan that's what he's got to do. Uh, he asks Phil if Tom is ready to try and kill Wild Bill. Uh but Tom is like super drunk and he's like, all right, we'll just pour him some coffee like, yeah. <laughs> and get him enough to where he can go kill a man. Mm-hmm. So Johnny comes in and says the hardware guys are down the Seth and Soller downstairs. <laughs> so he's got a lot of plates spinning. Yeah. Uh, and there's kind of this like commotion of a lot of people talking, but then as he goes to leave, it cuts to this shot. Um, that hadn't been established before. It's, uh, uh, Al at the door in, uh, Dan's face kind of blurring the foreground and the sound kind of drops out and it's real quiet. And I was like, 
where do we stand? Are we good? Yeah. And it cuts to like Dan and he's, it's still like a lot mm-hmm. more quiet than it had been. Yeah. They're just been a like, okay, you ready to kill him? You kill him. Like yeah. all these hardware guys downstairs, but it gets real still. And he's like, are we good? And it's like, all right, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. And that was the first like real directorial flourish that I noticed in the show. I'm mm-hmm. sure, sure there were more, but that's yeah. the first one that like stood out to me. Um, I thought that was really cool. And then it like, uh, there's a close up on his eye. And again, it's it's just really damp, mm-hmm. and you it's it's kind of blurring the line between is he just sweaty, is he yeah. you know, crying? It's I thought it was that was a beautiful shot. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to Doc's, and Doc is you know looking after the girl, and he's kind of like, please don't ever say anything, <laughs> just don't I also, talk. I also love that moment, and it made me I don't know if it was supposed to make me laugh really hard, but she's she wakes up, she's like. And he's like, "Good. If you got to say something, talk like that." <laughs> yeah. If you got to, if you got to talk, talk, talk like that. <laughs> so he just like loads up his shotgun and like sits next to her, and he's mm-hmm. gonna. Yeah, he's gonna protect her. Yeah, it's that's you know we can just pause briefly, just like I just love this show. Like these this guy who like you know the Civil War doctor who's just moved out to this you know rough encampment, and there's this little girl whose family had. Like, I never really considered, like, what the Mets family's life must have been like in Deadwood. Yeah. It's not a family-friendly town. <laughs> no. But, and they were leaving, and, mm. like, the mom, when she was like, no, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. I never stopped to think about, but that's yeah. really great that they made it. Like, you're going to be real mad, <laughs> and the husband's be like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I thought this was going to be a good idea. <laughs> then they get She's murdered like, no. right as they leave. <laughs> Man, they were barely out of town. <laughs> God, uh, but yeah, and but these these two people that it's it it would be hard to be more different uh, and from different like backgrounds, mm-hmm. but they are in this together. You know, he's gonna protect her life with his. Like yeah. you just see, he'll like he's willing to die to like protect her. Yeah, uh, and that's what I love about the show as much as there's swearing and cursing mm-hmm. and drug dealing and drinking, but. It is so human and uh, in a way that isn't treacly. Right. Absolutely. Um, I just love the way this is like people find themselves in situations and they're going to fucking like survive it and like Mm. help other people survive it as they go. Uh, A plus in my book. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Yeah. I am pro this. (laughs) Uh, So then we go back to the gym and... Seth and Saul are going to try again to buy their lot. <laughs> Saul is just pleading with Seth, like, just, like, Seth is, you know, being very nice. Yeah. <laughs> but if it were me, like, just shut your goddamn mouth. And that's even the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even <laughs> like, because uh, he gets up as soon as Al sits down. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, he's my proxy. He's got he my just proxy. goes to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which, this is their second attempt. It's yeah, not like, it's like mm. you know what? This isn't weird. like they're like, okay, I'm not even gonna yeah. <laughs> like go there. Al is saying that he's concerned that they're gonna turn the place into a saloon, and while Bill's gonna be like an attraction there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trixie like goes up to Seth. It's like, hey, you want some company? And you can tell he's like, away from me, Jezebel. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I think she comes to Seth later. He's like, doesn't want to drink, doesn't want to fuck. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I'm out of options. I don't know. Oh, boy. But yeah. So Al kind of proposes, like, here's what we'll do. You give me, he's going to sell it to him for like a thousand, mm-hmm. which they were hoping to pay 600 initially. Yeah. Maybe go up to 750. But now <laughs> he's like, no, a thousand. Yeah. Because I don't trust you. And so they're like, what if we pay you 500 now? You get 50% of our gross until the first snow, which is, mm-hmm. uh, that's how they measure time. <laughs> and then like later they'll pay another 500 and Seth is just like, no, <laughs> there's the same thing of like, look, we have to, and it gets back to the themes of, you know, language and communication in the show yeah. where Al is like, I don't know you from Adam's left ox or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we need to come to an agreement on what things fucking mean. And like, uh, which is, you know, goes back to the way language is used in the show, mm-hmm. uh, to, to just kind of use these blunt obscenities to mean a whole bunch of different things. 
but like, you know, he goes, I thought you were his proxy. Why do you have to talk to him? It's like up to a certain point. It's like, well, that's why I need some time to get to know you guys so we can agree on what things fucking mean. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, just another way of the enforcing that theme of the show of yeah. people trying to build a society uh, and, and language means different things, to different people. And if, did you see Arrival? I haven't seen it yet. No. Um, but yeah, that's another big deal of like, we can say a word, but we need to make sure that they have the right, you know, understanding of what this word means. Yeah. Like does, you know, I don't, I don't want to, anyway, I'll move on to not spoil that. But Seth just <laughs> runs up to Alan's like, no, a thousand dollars now. <laughs> and Seth's like, don't, uh, Al is like, don't fucking talk to me like this in my own place. Yeah. And <laughs> he goes with like, you know, you and, you know, Hickok shooting this guy dead in the street. And this was a <laughs> good line. As far as what happened in the street with Bill Hickok being involved. That was a turn of events. A what? It was a turn of events. Oh, a turn of events. Your partner calls it a coincidence. So what with this coincidence and turn of events staring me in the fucking face and five other fucking things I'm supposed to be paying attention to, I still make you a sensible proposal and you answer by insulting me in my own joint. So that didn't mean you insulting you, Mr. You Ford. stay out of this. You don't know nothing about this. You weren't here and you don't have his proxy. So why don't you do whatever you people do when you're not running your mouths off or cheating people out of what they earn by Christian work? You don't want to be talking that way. Oh, don't tell me how to talk in my own fucking place. And here's my counteroffer to your counteroffer. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, those guys are, uh, those are what we call alphas. Yeah. <laughs> There's also that great moment when um, Seth walks away and he just bumps into Al's like chest. And Al's pissed, but he's, yeah. like, he's like, that's done. Like, yeah. yeah, but uh, all right, then we take a brief interlude with the Garretts in their hotel room and Brom confides in Al. I was like, hey, I'm afraid we've been duped. <laughs> he's, he's like, uh, more than and what's more is i think i'm beginning i think al was involved it's like i thought i had a friend in al (laughs) the stupid brahm (laughs) yeah and brahm is determined to get his money back Mm -hmm. uh okay fair enough and he asked her because he saw wild bill in Mm -hmm. the in the lobby and he says like maybe we can enlist his services (laughs) and alma has this line (laughs) she goes do you think that's the kind of thing that he does <laughs> I love that trick. it's like you want to get this wild west shooter to uh, get uh, your money back from the thing <laughs> but she's you know doped up and like yeah. whatever uh, so we go back to Seth and Saul Saul's again just being like Seth please <laughs> like, this is a great opportunity we can <laughs> this is a long term opportunity to be the only hardware uh, sellers in town of people who need hardware. Yeah. This <laughs> great location. And Seth's like, what about what he called you? This is one of my favorite Seth, uh, Saul lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes, I've been called worse by better. Yeah. I've, that's something I've used in my life since yeah. then. Cause that's just really good. Uh, then we get to <laughs> the <laughs> aforementioned <laughs> Charlie uh, utter pissing on a wall. Yeah. I've mentioned this before. I don't know if it was Open this episode, <laughs> but it, it's a great where it's like, it's not like it's this. He's giving this like exposition. He's talking to these people, but he's pissing, and oh, then you hear oh, like, "Hey, hardware!" Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he, then he farts. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" oh. <laughs> he pisses and shits himself, and he's like a main character, like a beloved character in this entire <laughs> series, who's giving this kind of info dump to uh, Seth and Saul <laughs> while pissing and shitting in the street <laughs> as people are walking by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's remarkable yeah. but it is kind of a heartbreaking thing that he tells them he's like yeah. uh uh maybe you can t- tell me your secret and mm-hmm. says like what do you mean he's like well if you don't want to tell me maybe you can tell wild bill but you've got some of his qualities mm-hmm. but you got something else you get along with people you can turn a dollar take care of yourself which is hilarious to say yeah, Seth gets along with people yeah. really uh, his secret is Saul. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that's that's, that's, that's a secret. He goes, uh, so I'd like to know your secret so as I can tell Bill. And he's like, maybe you can tell him yourself. And he says, like, don't wait too long. Yeah. Yeah, that part is. So, yes, 
this is beautiful, heartbreaking, like wonderful scene. It's delivered while he pisses, pisses on a wall and, and poops his pants. Poops his pants. <laughs> Welcome to Deadwood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we go to the number 10. And this is when he's, you know, he takes a break from playing cards. He has to get another $50 in credit. And yeah. this is where the episode title comes in where Tom says, like, let's not let the water get any deeper, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he tells Seth that he noticed Tom Mason. Mm-hmm. Corner, Tom Mason's like stealing himself, trying to get ready to try and kill Wild Bill. Yeah, still like angry and like crying, like seething. Yeah, and yeah. shit face. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Clearly, I like kill my brother, kill my brother. Home after this whiskey and maybe a coffee, <laughs> <laughs> maybe another coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so, and this he tells Seth like that guy means me harm. I need you to watch his friend while the shit goes down. Uh, and then he goes back and that's when Jack says, Oh, restored to our bosom. <laughs> <laughs> I love, Jack is such an asshole. But he's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, we get a scene with Charlie and Jane where they just <laughs> start yelling at each other. I think like Jane's like, they throw you out. It's like, they ain't throw me out. Left of my own accord. <laughs> Which tells you you got thrown out. <laughs> but, so they kind of just... Have you ever ins- dealt with a drunk person? <laughs> you know that they threw him out. Yes. But, uh, yeah, then, so they just kind of yell at each other for a while. And then Jane says, someone I need to go kill. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> I wrote down like, phonetic. he goes, what, who? What, <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, she goes to the gem and, and she wants to kill Al because she's humiliated mm-hmm. and uh, angry that he threatened the little girl. And she just, you know, Charlie has to hold her back. This yeah. was just a great scene of like, he's holding her back. He's like, if you go in there and even if you do kill yeah. him, you're not you're getting good. out of there alive. And she has that great line. She, and I, it's funny because I would have never caught it if I didn't watch it with the closed caption on, which is another thing rewatching the show. It's kind of essential to watch it with like closed captioning or at least like going back and seeing what they said because it's such great dialogue, but they're willing to let it be mumbled through yeah yeah like what what is jane jane says like the sun ain't rose on the day i heed what you say or something like that reason here at i mean cocksucker it runs a gem saloon what the hell you want to kill him for show him it's two different things between the coward and the lapse of momentary fear listen jane listen to me I don't know what in the hell you're talking about. I guarantee you have at that man, and you will come out that joint alive. Say, Rose, on the day I paid heed to what you say. Yeah, the 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 drunken ramblings of the <laughs> pant shitter yeah. like is the most beautiful writing on American television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but if you yeah, and the the fact that they're so committed to, you know, just authenticity of their characters and stuff that yeah, let's trample this line. People have to like rewind it and like, you know, watch it with the closed captioning or subtitles on just to hear like a line like that. Yeah, it really is remarkable that usually when a director is good at one thing, they're bad at some others. Yeah, or like a show creator, I should say. Right, and he writes all this very intense dialogue, and it's very packed and dense and mm-hmm. difficult. Right. But all the actors love working with him and he gets incredible performances out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then also it, it also looks really good too. Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, exceptional, I would say, but right. it, it's, it's not, very good. It's not super stylish, but I, I think, uh, I don't know if we brought this up in either the last podcast or this one or earlier in this one, I've lost track of time, but, um, mm-hmm. how like, you know, the look of the first Deadwood episode when I was watching it, I was like, wow, this there is harsh lighting. This looks kind of weird. Whereas in the second episode, it kind of like clicks in, and it all like mm-hmm. it looks like it. It looks like how you see Deadwood as you know. If you know, it it looks a lot better, and uh, looks like an actual like HBO show. Yeah. Whereas the first one did feel like, oh, this is kind of. And there were some really good shots of like I think there's one of like Trixie downstairs where she's all in shadow, but the lights on her face. Yeah. It's very like. Um, like impressionist or not impression. I'm trying to think of like 
It reminds me a lot of like 80s videos. Where, yeah. <laughs> but not as uh, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird to think because like, you know, the first episode's directed by this, you know, director of note and yeah. where it kind of looks kind of funky and whereas as the show goes on, you know, other people are involved and it starts to look, you know, as good as it should. Mm-hmm. And there's still some credible shots. I mean, there's still professional directors. I shouldn't yeah. be. I shouldn't. No, be no, so no. Like, oh, very good. Yeah. Like, no, there's but, a shot coming up. We're talking about, but. Right. but, 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 like a director of like a certain stature that people know, like that. Even I knew who Walter Hill was before mm. I watched Deadwood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, so Charlie holds her back, and she starts crying, and he he kind of oh oh what is this? But it like brings her in for a hug, and it's. It's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, he scared me, Charlie. I ain't been scared like that since I was a little girl. Now, when I first heard that, like, I was like, she, she was scared as a kid. Like, that's normal. But some other people um, took that as a way of saying, like, some really horrible things happened to her uh-huh. as a little girl, like, with men like that. Yeah. Which was kind of hinted at earlier with, like, I've been fucked over plenty in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when you look at it that way, that's really, yeah. Um, heartbreaking, but not surprising for that, mm-hmm. to, for any era really. Right. Um, and also, uh, you know, with, you know, using different coping mechanisms, like getting fucked up, constantly getting drunk as con- hell, constantly, constantly yeah. drunk. Yeah. But, uh, then they, they kind of go to the post and they're going to lean up against it. And it's like that cocksucker leaves here or leaves by here. I got him triangulated. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to keep a watch out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so this is another shot that I really liked where Dan is kind of like stealing himself to yeah. go kill a little girl. And there's a shot of his hands Yeah, where it's, Almost like a prayer. Yeah. But you know yeah, he's not I, praying. Yeah. And it's also, he's clenching him really tight. Yeah. So it's sort of a when I saw that secular. Scene, I, I did think that, like, he was praying, but then having seen the show, I was like, no, he's not praying. Like, but yeah, he's. Yeah. It does seem like a sort of secular prayer. Like, yeah. he's summoning the strength from an outside source. To, yeah. Like, I have to do this horrible thing. Then he grabs that knife and puts it in his belt. And... Yeah. I, 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 the hands to me were just yeah. an incredible shot. Um, and then we see, you know, Tom Mason approaches Wild Bill and Wild Bill like shoots him. Mm-hmm. Like, his gun was in his holster, Mr. Hickok. And he meant me harm. Yeah. And Seth kind of twists the truth and goes, he was going for his gun. I saw it. Yeah. You all saw it. <laughs> it's like, he's also kind of, oh, Seth. <laughs> yeah. He's also kind of forgetting like where he is. It's like, he, Oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm the law. So my word like holds water. Whereas like, no, you're not. You're just some asshole who just started working here like a day or two ago. And he's like, Nope, I saw it. And he was yeah. going for it. And it's like, who are you? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. You just look mad. Yeah. What is What was that line that Al said? It was like, He's got a mean way of looking happy. <laughs> yes. A mean way of being happy. Why's your Why's your friend upset? Yeah. He's not upset. He's like, you got a mean way of being happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so the the dope head, I forget his name. I don't know his name. I don't remember. He's like name John either. Johnny, maybe. But there's two John. Anyway, no. he sees it and like he leaves and he's like, oh, he's gonna go tile. Yeah. So meanwhile. Jane and Charlie are like on their lookout, like we're, yeah. we're gonna stop him. And then and Dan, Dan will just walks by. <laughs> she goes, "What the fuck are you looking at?" <laughs> he just keeps walking. She goes, "Like he's a fucking Adonis." <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's good. So funny. I, I, yeah, I hadn't rewatched this, and when I was watching that, I was like. Oh, they're gonna be scope out, but Dan's going. They don't know who Dan is yet, and so she's gonna say so they're gonna just look like assholes yeah. <laughs> by just like letting Dan go by. <laughs> Fuck you, looking at it. like he's a fucking Adonis. <laughs> but the, yeah, Dan goes to Doc's, and he's like, "You, you get on out of here, Doc. You go look to the horse." Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Dan, you're not getting through. He's like, "If he's like, I'll kill you if it has to." And Doc reminds him like. You kill me, you're going to be elbows deep in pussy taking care of those orbs like before I got here. Dan's kind of like, between that and getting my throat slit by Al, I'll take I'll take that any day. And yeah. He's like, well, I'm not moving. And so Dan, like, he, Dan can't do it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you're coming with me. To yeah. You, <laughs> okay. Well, if I have to explain <laughs> this, you have to come with me. 
And they're headed back. And, and that's when Jane realizes, like, oh, shit, we fucked up. She again calls him ugly. He goes, yeah. you with that ugly fuck of your own free fucking wheel, Doc? <laughs> and Doc's like, I'd rather be lucky than smart. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of looking at Jane as like a, a, a providential blessing. <laughs> like <laughs> Divine intervention. <laughs> But uh, so then, yeah, the dope head is telling Al about uh, Wild Bill shooting Tom Mason. <laughs> Al is just sitting there like stone faced. Like <laughs> Doc tells Al that Jane just absconded with Sophie with the little girl. Uh-huh. Al's just like. <sighs> uh, so he takes. So, yeah, so that's like when they saw Jane, like Doc came up with the idea of, OK, we're going to tell Al that you took the little girl and just like left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had you looking after her and she like took off with her. So they can't kill her. Yeah. Uh, so Al is like quickly thinking of what to do. He takes Persimmon Phil <laughs> up to his office and <laughs> Phil again is just like, <laughs> look, um, look just, uh, I'll go away for a little while and just leave a rock and I'll just check under the rock every day. Like he's already like, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the but yeah, I think that's what we, yeah, that'll yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, he'll be down for that. Yeah, yeah. And Al's just Al's like, just at the safe, like looking at him, like okay, you thinking? Okay, yeah, okay. You making a little plan there? <laughs> you got a little plan, buddy? And what does Al? He says something like best. Uh, what does he say? Like best play it safe or <laughs> play it safe? And he's like, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. And Al just like. <laughs> <laughs> he just had to shake his hand and was like smiling like yeah. you dumb son of a bitch yeah and he's like hey Al you think I could put my brain on a bit of pussy before I can I, yeah that's and the last thing he says before he gets stabbed yeah like uh, yeah so he's gone so that's how they take care of the they issue they tie the loose girl. ends with the little girl and then it ends on uh, row 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 your boat, oh, your boat. row row row, row your boat, boat. God damn it! <laughs> She's singing in Charlie Heston. And Charlie has to begin the round. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's how it that's how it ends. That's how We've it reached ends. the the end of episode two. So uh, thank you guys for listening again. I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, you'll enjoy many other podcasts from the Mockingbird Network. Just check out mockingbirdnetwork.com. You can see my other podcast, Throwing Junk all about baseball and the weird, the funny, the hilarious, the shitty, everything that makes baseball fun. Uh, Harry, you got anything going on? Not currently, no. People to come get some coffee sometime? (laughs) (laughs) Or don't. (laughs) Like, we can say, like, their business, my business is none of theirs. (laughs) Go to to Black Hole. (laughs) No, no, no. Go to to Siphon. Go to Siphon. Siphon. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Uh, But yeah, so thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with episode three, Reconnoitering the Rim, (laughs) which was uh, briefly considered as a podcast title, (laughs) Reconnoitering Deadwood. (laughs) But uh, we decided not to do that because it sucks. (laughs) But all right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good week. Mocking bird network.